It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? My name is Jake Scheidel. This is the only Survivor podcast. Each week, I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going on this Survivor Sunday? Jake, I'm doing great. Long time, uh, you know, no speak, but uh, <clears throat> you know, after an extended absence, we're we're back. What's yeah. been going on with you in the three days since we've talked? Um. Well. Uh, I went to work on Friday, uh, and I, I, you know, I'm like a very fit, young, hip person, so I ride my bicycle to work. Sure. Do you uh, have one of those, like, penny-farthing, like, really tall bicycles? I do, yeah. And then I have, like, the really, the, like, leather strap backpack and yep. a, a long whistle so that I can let everybody know when I'm coming through. Uh so I rode that to my job, and it's like five miles at least. And then I realized as soon as I got to work, nine o'clock on the dot, by the way, not to brag, uh, I realized I forgot to bring clothes to change into, Uh-oh. like work clothes. And I was like, oh, no. Um, so I went to the nearby Target and uh, got some pants, bought some pants and got some a shirt. Um, and I say got because there was no price tag on it. So I kind of just pretended to swipe it at the self-checkout. Uh, and I, I don't know if that's a crime, but I'm not really concerned about it anymore. Yeah, we're going to, 4.30 mark, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> don't want Jake admitting to a crime on the podcast. Uh, you know, I had a pretty similar Friday. I went to work, um, and I rode uh, my unicycle. Mm. My work is like probably like a mile away. And I got there, and wouldn't you know it, I forgot to bring close to change into oh, so i had to go over to target and i had to buy a shirt and some pants but i paid for it because i'm an upstanding wow. citizen well good for you we'll be an upstanding citizen in the united states of america john cena would be proud i you think also jeff probes would be proud uh i'm just thinking about john cena a lot so do you think do you think would be proud no i don't think he would uh he actually came out recently as an anti-vaxxer and i've been meaning to ask you about it how do you feel about that isn't he in no isn't he in like the i mean he is that but isn't he the version of that where he's like i'm just asking i think people should be able to make informed decisions like i'm just asking questions about this i'm vaccinated i just think that everyone like he's the concern trolley kind of anti-vax guy not like they're trying to put 5g uh computer chips in me anti-vax I'll get the vaccine when they put 6G in it. I'm just wait. I'm just waiting, you know. Jake, like the- are you speaking of people that are uh, that are uh, anti-vax and think that uh, the government is trying to put chips in people? Mm. Uh, are you excited for the new Kanye album that's out? Oh, I'm not gonna listen to it. I haven't. It's like listened- two hours long. It's the Space Jam two of albums. Why is it oh, two no. hours? <laughs> That's too long. Have you it listened to it? It could be good, it? and I still wouldn't want to listen to it. There's no way you can sustain interest for that long. Like, it's not... Even, like, Sandinista is one of my favorite Clash albums, and even that one, it's, like, too much. Too much going on. Too much, two hours. Um, no, I haven't listened to it at all. I haven't listened to a Kanye album since... I think since Pablo? he said... The Life of Pablo. I think once he said that slavery was a choice, I was like, you know what? I was right to stop listening to Kanye. Yeah, did you did you listen to Ye at all? Which was the first no. thing he did. It's not good. Like, that's is that the, the one with the mountain? That's the one with the mountain. Jesus is King is the other one. Uh, I have not uh-huh. listened to that. I have heard... Uh, I don't think anybody really cares that effusively about that one. So, I'm good. 
I'm yeah. You notice that Zoomers really like Kanye though, and they like his late work. I feel hmm. like it's like the Star Wars prequels where it's going to drive me insane. Oh, um, here's something that happened. Speaking of Kanye, uh, speaking of things that have happened since we last talked a few days ago, uh, I did hear Through the Wire on the radio recently. It's so, a good song. It's a good song. So that's, that's, uh, that was what, 2000 something? Yeah, it was, that was like 2003 that that came out. 2004, oh, wow. maybe? Earlier than I would have expected. I thought it was more like a 2000. Eight eras. No, two thousand. God, fuck you. No, you would. It would have to be something off of uh, graduation. You idiot. Oh, excuse me for not remembering the chronology of. Honestly, Kanye I think I think albums. that's like two thousand seven. I think eight oh eights came out in two thousand eight. It was actually called two thousand eight oh eights because it did yeah. come out in two thousand eight. And speaking of things that were amazing in two thousand eight, Taz, did you watch Survivor Gabon Earth Slash Eden last night? <laughs> Jake, I did. Great, great. Uh, this week's episode was called It All Depends on the Pinup Girl. What do you think of that episode title? Pretty good. In in the night, I hear him talk the coldest season ever aired. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of um, them just making Sugar's whole character being the pinup girl? Well, I don't know that they're doing that. I think they're making a point of being like, there's more than meets the eye. You might mm. think she's just a pinup girl, but actually, she's smart. Yeah. Could you even believe it? Women can be smart yeah, now. Yeah, I can't believe that someone who uh, models could also uh, be smart. It's crazy. Yeah, well, remember Megan Hauserman from the VH1 Celeb Reality Series? Yeah, and she wanted a millionaire. So she wanted a millionaire, and what <laughs> she got was also... Yeah. Very good. Megan no? wants a murderer. <laughs> Megan wants a murderer. Uh, that's a that would be a bad show. But th- these days, with all of the podcasts about true crime, I'm just yeah. saying it could be pitched. honestly. I somebody should do a limited true crime series specifically about that murder. I would absolutely. Listen I would to listen that. to it. Like I, I'm not into that stuff usually, but I would totally listen to that. I want to know. Talk about so talk about gross. Megan wants a millionaire and talk about the weird murder that happened. Um, yeah, my the best joke I ever wrote when I d- was doing stand up was about that murder. <laughs> it was about the whole VH1 celeb reality, but it ended uh, uh, with talking about that murder. Um, and it's like it's so gross. I hate it so much. Um, bad times. Good times happened in Gabon in 2008. This episode first aired October 30th, 2008. Also known as Halloween Eve. Yes. What were you doing Halloween Eve of 2008? Uh, Jake, I I don't know what I would have been doing, to be honest. I can't remember what I was for Halloween my Certainly not uh, watching senior Survivor. year. Um, uh, no, yeah. I wasn't watching Survivor. I do know what I will be doing October 30th of 2021, though. Oh, what's that? Oh, going to see the Detroit Pistons play basketball. Oh, are you going to dress up? <laughs> yes, I'm going to dress up as uh, Austin Day. Oh, nice. The only Pistons player to ever be built exactly like me, but taller. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna join you. Uh, I've just decided it, and I'm going to go as Kelly Olenek. What's that guy's name? Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek, yeah. Because uh, I've got long hair now, so I can just put a headband on and be like, hey, me too. 
you know? There was a, there was a coworker of mine that bef- long before Kelly Olynyk had signed with the Pistons, I just always thought, oh yeah, this guy kind of looks like him. That's funny. And then I always really liked that coworker. And now the two things in my mind are, are fused once again. Cause it's like, I'm going to like Kelly Olynyk Cause I'm, anytime he makes a shot, I'm just going to be like, good job, Dylan. You killed it. Dylan Olynyk. Yep. Uh, so last week's episode received 13.31 million viewers and saw Kelly get voted out. Do you think that increased or decreased the viewership? What was the uh, number again? Last week at 13.3 million. Say 13.5. Wow. People really hated Kelly, apparently. Uh, try the other way. Actually, 13.02 million People viewers. really like... I have no handle on who America liked. As evidenced by uh, when I said that I don't like Randy, someone going, WTF, which is not the name of our podcast. <laughs> it's not our podcast. That's a different podcast. Mark Marin does that. Stop it. Stop it. We stop it. We're no Mark Marins. We're no Marks Marin. Please, you flatter us. <laughs> that would be wonderful. If he picked us up, you know, that would be yeah, great. I'd be like, lock us into the gates with you, Mark Marin. Give us a contract is what he's saying. And we'll produce some content for you. It's all about content these days. That's what people need to realize. And do we're you think doing that? It. Do you think that when Mark Maron interviews someone before he gets into, uh, you know, for like a job, yeah, not like the, the interviews he normally does, do you think that he does like fifteen minutes of just like riffing about his day, and then yeah. he's like, "All right, time for the job interview." <laughs> he talks about his cat for like twenty yeah. minutes. He's talking about his cats. Uh, one of them's sick. Uh, anyway, all right, we're gonna get to our interview now. I'm. I was under the assumption that all of those interviews were job interviews. He's just, like, been looking for an assistant this whole time. <laughs> Damn. He wouldn't even hire Barack Obama. That's fucked. Well, he was pretty busy, and he was asking for a lot of money. Uh, yeah. So, impossible. Uh, you know who else is looking for a lot of money? It's the people on the Fong tribe. A million buckaroos they're looking for. Uh, but they are running low on rice and then even lower when Crystal spills a bunch of rice. Who knew this would be such a fiasco? You, This is the 19th season, the 16th season or something? Something teenth season of Survivor. You'd think people would know how to ration rice I think it's the 17th, isn't it? Yeah, 17th season because we were 17 years old. And Survivor started when we were one year old. That's right. We were born in the year 2000. We're young. We're young people. Yeah. I uh, I just uh, just turned 21, baby. Time yeah, to, ooh, I can drink too. now. Finally, go, I can go to the bar. Let's go drink alcohol. We haven't been able to go out to the bars, you know, because of COVID. But we're going to yeah. actually, when we go get our first drink as 21-year-olds, we're going to call it COVID-21 because we're going to be 21 years Whoa. old. And it's very hip and very topical, and people are going to laugh because it's very funny. Uh, over on the Coda tribe, Dan is worried that he is not part of the group. Yeah, it's a real concern for of all of us, Dan. We get it. And he's concerned about it, and he expresses his concern by being like, my, my, my mom says you have to hang out with me. Like <laughs> he's, he's like, I just don't like it when I'm not part of a group. So Can like, I just be part of your group? Just let me be part of the group. Just like I, it doesn't. I don't even want to be part of the alliance. Just like want to hang out. I can't believe that that has no one had ever done that before. That's truly innovative survivor play. That's why Dan's going to win this season. I think you're right. Uh, then they have to go to the um, what's it called reward challenge, 
and they have to toss, <laughs> toss balls to each other, and the opponents knock the balls down. Yeah, they literally play keep away from someone. This is good. This is a good challenge. They play keep away, and then there's like a thing that people can trip over. I don't know why those were there. Uh, to make it more difficult. I mean... Yeah, they were there so that we would get uh, wonderful imagery like uh, Bob Nye the Science Guy just, like, fucking getting wiped out trying he, to dive for something. He did dive over the rope at one point. That was very fun. Um, There's also some weird grunting from Randy Flash as our good friend. I didn't, I didn't like that. He I was being cool. I appreciated Sugar <laughs> just saying, like, he's mean. This guy sucks. <laughs> that time somebody said it. Yeah. So, Coda wins... And they get to go on a helicopter ride and have a picnic. And then they also send Sugar back to the Sugar Shack. I had no idea. I, you know, Survivor lore, all that. I had no idea Sugar went to exile this much. Yeah, it's like every week. Every week. five. I think he said five in a row this week. It's too much. Uh, Over on Fong, Maddie tells Ace he wants to take out Sugar because... But Ace convinces him to take out Crystal. But then Ken and Crystal decide to blindside Ace. This was, this was great. I was really excited about this whole... Some solid... Uh, it's always nice to know, like, see people who know what the numbers are and how they can be exploited. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. At the uh, reward, they get their letters from home, and it's really sweet. We loved it. We love to see the people cry. Right? Yeah, it's all, you know, I I can't wait for the Loved Ones episode so we can see more people crying. Oh, I hope Randy makes it to the Loved Ones episode. (laughs) Oh, man. Who do you think Randy's loved one will be? Yeah, that's a really good question. (laughs) Like, Randy, it's your mom. (laughs) Like, what do you think Randy's mom is going to be like? (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I'd rather not find out. Yeah. Uh, at, sh- at the Sugar Shack, Sugar says she is sticking with Ace because he's the strongest player at this point. I don't know. I they guess. keep talking about him like he's this like great physical competitor, and he's not bad, but he hasn't won them anything. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, he's very charming, I guess. Or, I is he? I mean, he's made it this far. <laughs> I yeah, I guess so. <laughs> At the immunity challenge, both tribes have to go to tribal council. Uh, so they're they're playing for individual immunity. I do love when they do this. Yeah, this was great. It was a fun challenge, too. It's a log roll. Bob Nye, the science guy, does mention that he was a log roll champion in college. I, I love Bob. Bob's great. Bob's great! Love Bob's, him. What's not, what's not to like? Bob's just a great dude. Uh, Marcus wins immunity... And he gets to choose one member of the other tribe to give immunity to and gives it to Sugar. Marcus, great shit. We love Marcus for doing this. Killing it. Love Sugar. Do you think Sugar is our favorite as a whole on this season so far? Uh, I would say like her and Ken are probably my two favorites. Mm-hmm. But I think she is our probably my overall favorite. Same. Um, ooh, Ken... Could be on the challenge same names with Ken from Millennials vs. Gen X. That is a great point, Jake. Thank you. Over on Fong, Ken works on getting Sugar to their side and tells her that Ace sees her as nothing more than a dumb 
blonde. So they make a plan to blindside Ace. Ken, doing the Lord's work here. Doing work. I love it. He's the one doing most of the work in his alliance with Crystal, if we're being honest here. Yeah. At this point, I would say so. Uh, Ace makes... Ace asks Sugar for the idol, and that seals the deal for Sugar, it seems. She's she's joined forces with Ken and Crystal at this point. Great stuff. Uh, at their tribal council, Jeff asks Sugar about the camp life, and they all talk about Crystal spilling the rice. So, what if it's Crystal, actually? But it's not Crystal. It's actually Ace. And Sugar wrote Acehole on her vote. <laughs> Man, they got him good, too. He was not expecting it. It's so good. I loved when he was like, can I have the idol? And she was like, I'll think about it. That's such a great answer. It's like, thing, even though I think already they, have immunity. You think you're this master manipulator and you can get people to do whatever you want, and then you realize that you actually don't have any power or leverage and that they've been running the game the whole time. It's the classic uh, Parvati uh, Russell thing. Um, well, it's really about uh, the workers realizing all of their power and taking up the head of the snake or whatever, you know? I don't, I don't know. I think Crystal kind of had the... If, in this analogy, I think she kind of... Or sorry, Sugar kind of had the, the means of production. Um, no, Ace was running the show, and then they, they took him out, you know? Okay. So, so, actually, they're the good guys. They're the Robin's Hood. Ah, yes. Over on Coda, Susie is the new target. Randy Flashes has replaced Bob Nye, the science guy, in the alliance with Marcus, Charlie, and Corinne. Uh, Corinne, the one who you are feuding with. Uh, and then Susie tells Corinne that she was going to vote for her. Seems like a weird thing to admit. I was on Corinne's side here. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird thing to say. Uh, at their travel council, Jeff asks Susie who is workier than her, and she says, Corinne, it's a whole thing, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Susie gets three votes, but Dan gets four votes. Were you sad to see Dan go? Not particularly. <laughs> I, uh... It's kind of annoying, like... Yeah. Wasn't a very good player. I don't know. I, I didn't, like, dislike him or anything. I just don't think he was adding much. I confused him a lot for Marcus. I don't, because Marcus is a much more controlled player. Uh, sure. I mean, now that we're, like, a third of the way, uh through the season i recognize each of them as their own individual characters now but it took a while for me to realize that they, they were, were both people. wearing suits at the beginning so that's yeah part of it. yeah um so dan uh died unexpectedly on new year's eve 2016 oh my god yeah what i'm 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 looking i'm reading an article about it right now uh and it just says it happened unexpectedly. Um, yeah, well, that could mean uh, a couple different things. Yeah, uh, it talks a lot about how he was a very, um, very into his Christian faith in this article, which seems like unrelated. But I don't know, just died unexpectedly. Who? What, what is this? 
I meant to look this up beforehand. I thought it was going to be like a, oh, he got in a car accident kind of thing. I didn't realize there was, it was so shrouded in mystery. So Yeah, there's, I mean, honestly, like, a lot of times if they don't ever really tell you what the cause of death is, it's because they killed themselves. So I'm not saying that's what it is, but that could be what it was. Um, maybe. I mean, but he was a man of faith. They, they made a point of saying that, so. Okay. Uh, and he enjoyed running, skiing, listening to music, and attending Crossway Christian Church. All right. Well, R.I.P. So, Dan. Yeah, I uh, when we when we first uh, started talking about doing this season, I saw the little cross next to his name on the cast list, Ugh. and I was like, "Oh wait, what does that mean again? Does that mean he died?" In fact, it does mean he died. Uh, so yes, R.I.P. to him. We hate to see you go. Uh, to completely transition now, the second episode we watched this week was called Apple in the Garden of Eden. Uh, first aired November 6, 2008. We're past Halloween now. We've moved on to Thanksgiving. Do you remember your Thanksgiving senior year of high school, Thomas? I mean, I, I know what I would have been doing, but I don't remember anything particular about it. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what I was doing. I was visiting family. I was eating so much food that I had to unbuckle my belt. I think 2008 was the season. I think I believe the 0809 season was the one where the Lions went 0 and 16. Oh. So I think I was probably watching them lose on Thanksgiving to whoever they lost to. A tradition like no other. Uh, last week's episode received 13.02 million viewers and saw Ace get voted out. Do you think Ace had a lot of fans or not a lot of fans? I'm going to say not a lot of fans. Hmm. How many viewers do you think this week got then? Uh, I'm going to say 13.5. Well, I'll have you know, Thomas, Ace actually had a million fans. What? <laughs> this week's episode received 12.01 million viewers. So it was definitely Ace and not the fact that it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, 100%. Um, I don't actually know when Thanksgiving was this, this year. I'm just assuming, you know, November is Thanksgiving time. December is Christmas time. Uh, October through August is Halloween time. Uh, May through August. Yeah, May through September is summertime. April is springtime. January through March is winter. And that's all this holidays. And the seasons. Would you agree with all of my assumptions? Assumptions? Yeah, that's all basically correct. Thank you. Finally. It only took six years for me and him to admit that summer starts. Yeah, whatever. Well, I said basically all. I just wasn't going to argue about that. You know how I feel about it. Yeah, sure. Hater of summer. Well, pfft. I don't know why. It's only 100 degrees every single yeah, day. What's the summer's wrong with been that? so good. I love the weather. <laughs> uh, so they get back. Coda gets back from Tribal Council. Ooh, forgot the word there for a second. Um, and Randy Flashes makes some comment that people kind of like laughed at, like pleasantly, you know? I don't remember the comment he made. Do you remember what he said? And then he was like, it's he not a joke. He said something like, 
he said something like, oh, that was like a rough tribal council or something like that. Yeah, and people were just kind of like, aha, uh-huh, yeah, agreed. And he's like, you guys, why are you laughing at me? Which is what you do at, like, even if you, like, agree, it's like, yeah. It's like if you come out of something and you're like, wow, that was fucked up, people yeah. will just kind of reflexively laugh. Because... What else are you supposed to do? Agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of like a nervous laughter, actually. Uh, so it's like, I'm not actually laughing at you, Randy. It's just that I'm nervous because you are a terrifying person. <laughs> Corinne comes after Susie for considering to vote for her also. I, who cares? Why? <laughs> she didn't vote for you, Corinne. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. It's fine. Over on Fong, Maddie is worried that he's next, and everybody is expecting the merge. Back on Coda, Corinne is planning on burying Susie alive, just like our friends Nikki and Paolo. Remember? Yeah, from Lost. From Lost, our favorite television show, which I recently learned was all fiction. Yeah, the show by Damon lies a lot. Yeah. Not a fan anymore. You think I'm going to watch The Leftovers now? Now that I know that Lost was a lie? More like The Lifedovers. More like The Lifedovers. Because their life is over. 5% of them or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what if Marvel did an exact copy of that show, but it was just the event was the snap or whatever? And they just did, like, everything else was the same. Yeah. Including the cast. It was Justin Threw and Carrie Coon. <laughs> but what if the event was the slap? Another oh, NBC even better. Event. Everyone reacting to the slap. What if when the slap happened, half of the population disappeared? Was it half <laughs> of the Zachary population? Qu- I think it was, yeah, for the snap. So, yeah, Zachary Quinta slaps a kid and half of the people on Earth disappear. Siler could never... Thanos is so much more powerful than Siler. If we want to talk about bad guys. <laughs> we're uh, pivoting to like a nerd podcast engagement thing. So we're like, who would win? We'll basically do Deadliest Warrior. Uh, and, it's equal- and it's equally stupid. And it's just be- us at the end producing a really poorly made fight scene of like Siler versus Thanos. I don't even remember what Siler's powers were. I just remember he, he had wasn't a watch. able to take other people. Wasn't able to take other people's powers and use oh, them. Oh yeah, shit. So if he took all of Thanos' powers, wait, yeah. what was? Hey, wait, Thomas, what's Thanos' powers without all those rings? Uh, he's just like strong. He's a strong oh, guy. Yeah. He's like a purple Hulk. Yeah, I, I guess so. Hmm. Well, Tree Mail implies that there's going to be a merge, and then they all go to a feast, and there's a box there that says they can't open it until the feast is open, over. And then Ken sees a clue while they're eating for the immunity idol. But Charlie calls him out, and everybody reads the clue aloud. So they make a plan to all find the idol together and set it adrift. This was... Great, I loved this. This was this was great because it is fun watching everyone. It just becoming a mutually assured destruction thing, yeah. where it's like I have to, I, like no one actually wants to do it, except for like Marcus and Randy, but they have to do it mm-hmm. because you can't like you will mark yourself if you if you be like, well, I I should have it. Yeah, I I was fully expecting somebody to like just really quickly just like walk past it and grab it really quickly without anybody noticing, but. That wasn't going to happen, because then they would have been like, hey, where'd this go? Yeah. Oh, I guess. We were going to set it adrift. Yeah. 
Uh, so Randy places it on the table, but nobody wants to touch it, and so they put it in a bottle and then throw it into the ocean. Great. Do you, what, like, I imagine, what were the producers thinking when this was going on? <laughs> They're like, this isn't, this isn't I'm sure they were like, this the is great, run. I'm sure they were like, this is great television. <laughs> it really and is. And they were right. They were right. Survivor Gabon, Earth's Last Eden, best Survivor season ever? It's hard to say, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, they open the first note and uh, find that they are being separated into two new tribes. Great. I mean, what's your reaction to surprise swap again? I think that was a fun uh, psych out that they did. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I also really enjoyed that Crystal found out that Marcus's best friend is her cousin. <laughs> Like, yeah, that was neat. What, what, what are the chances? <laughs> it's really cool. As Bob said, it's small world. Small world. It's a small world, after all, Disney World. Speaking of Thanos. Do you think Thanos is the biggest Disney baddie? Uh, no, the biggest Disney baddie is the... Um, is it Pete from uh, Goofy? Goofy's nemesis? Mm, mm-hmm. That guy's name's Pete, right? From the Goofy movie, yes, he's the he's the biggest villain. <laughs> Who's the biggest hero then? Goofy. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that. I did definitely always, Goofy. I, I always uh, had a found a kinship with Goofy. Who is your? And there's probably a BuzzFeed quiz we can take. But who's your like? Who's your Disney character? Like, who do probably, you relate to the most? Probably Goofy. <laughs> He's just trying to be a good dad, you know? And who of us is not, you know? I hope Max grows up to be a good man. <laughs> no, Max is going to suck, but it's not Goofy's fault. Did you see that one? Uh, I don't know if it was a parody of BuzzFeed or an actual BuzzFeed article that was like, Max grew up and he got hot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ten out of ten smoke show, Max. Uh, great stuff. Uh, and the thing is, he wasn't even that hot. Like he kind of looked like a dog, in a weird way. Like I know that's weird of me to say, but Max Goofy son kind of looked like a dog. And how come so you're Pluto gonna get, lives? You're gonna get us canceled. How come Pluto lives out in the doghouse, but Max and Goofy live in a real house? Jake, I have an I have an answer for this. I know Disney's official answer for oh, this. Oh, okay. Uh, they make a distinction between uh, Pluto is just a regular animal, whereas Goofy is a f- quote-unquote funny animal in the same way that, like, Mickey and Donald and everyone else is. So if you're an anthropomorphic animal, you fall under the funny animal umbrella, and if you are just a an animated animal that acts like a regular animal, you're just an animal. Here's my, here's my reaction to Disney. Uh, humor is subjective, so... You can't are, tell are you me. Gonna, are you going to sit there and tell me that Goofy is not a funny animal? I would argue that Goofy is a Goofy animal. That's bullshit. Well, there's a You're difference. Wrong. Between, there's a difference. You have to admit there is a difference between. If you said that at Disney World, they would they would fucking execute you. In well, the like, Man. excuse me, I'm not an Imagineer. They would burn you to death in a giant uh, Goofy uh, straw man. Good. Do it. I can do it then. See if I care. I won't. I won't care. 
It's not. It's honestly not even very goofy or magical or whimsical of Disney World to burn me an effigy. Killing actually, me won't. Killing me won't keep Mickey Mouse out of the public domain. I think the biggest baddie in Disney is Walt Disney because he was a racist. You know. Yeah, he's a weird. He's a weird guy. And now he's frozen, which seems like a supervillain thing kind of thing to do. I don't trust him. I do, however, trust Charlie. Do you trust Charlie from the yeah, show sure. Survivor, Earth's Last Eden, Gabon? Uh, Charlie and Corinne try to figure out what to do over on the new Fong tribe. Randy flashes calls Charlie his first gay friend. Randy, some of the things that come out of your mouth don't need to. Yeah, I, you know, it's a very two, very 2008 thing to be like, I'm actually not even repulsed by this gay guy. I actually don't even think it's gross with him. You, you would agree that Randy is kind of 2000 and late, right? Yes. Maddie tells Sugar that Ace was never gunning for her, and now she feels horrible for voting him out. Do you think that Sugar is very so 3008? Oh, absolutely. I would say, honestly, at this point, 13 years later, Sugar is kind of 4,008. It's a great point. So now Sugar and Maddie are in an alliance. That seems good, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? That's what I have to say. Over on Coda, Susie is the swing vote. Susie is the Kevin Costner of Coda right now. Back on Fog... Randy flashes, makes a plan to take out Maddie. And then they go to the immunity challenge and they have to hold poles on the top of their hands. I thought this was a fun challenge. Classic, classic endurance challenge. Yeah. Uh, it comes down to Maddie versus Bob Nye, the science guy. And Maddie's like calling out at Bob to distract him. And <laughs> Jeff tells him, don't get foolish. <laughs> I thought it was really fun. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff. Like, Help. He was getting foolish. Like, I, mean, I don't think anyone would deny that. He really so was. Nice of, nice of Jeff to step in. Exactly. Uh, Maddie does end up winning the whole thing for Fong, though. Uh, that's fine. I would have liked to see Bob win out, but, you know, you can't always get what you want. Yeah, but he, didn't really, he didn't really need the immunity, so it's fine. That's true. Um, over on Coda, Marcus wants to replace Susie with Crystal in their alliance. Is this the Coda 6 that he's talking about? This is the, Co- the Codianic 6. It feels like they're swapping people in and out of this alliance pretty quickly. Yeah, maybe a little too quickly. So, much, so quickly that I don't really trust that I'm going to be in it three days from now. No, I don't, I don't know why you would feel secure. Mm-hmm. If you were recently moved into the alliance. Yeah. It's like, what's to stop them from doing the exact same thing to me when we get to seven or whatever. Uh, he needs her to vote out Ken, but he needs her to vote out Ken, which she doesn't want her to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Marcus wants Crystal to vote out Ken. Okay. I don't know why I got confused by my own notes there, but you know, reading comprehension. Not my strongest suit. You know what is my strongest suit? What is your strongest suit? Your, is it your birthday suit? Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually my buff boy suit. Ah, yeah, goose suit. Sure. We, we goose Jake a little bit. Yeah. 
It's all right. Uh, Marcus tells Susie they're going to vote for Crystal. And then Crystal tells Ken that he is the target, so they want to pull in Susie. And Crystal then make, does the work for her alliance and pull, makes her pitch to Susie. So actually... Yeah, it's a big move. Actually, Ken did the work Speak. in one episode, and Crystal did the work in the other episode. So What is... Uh, call her Crystal Keeble, because she's making a big move. Oh, like Max Keeble. Like Max Keeble's big move, yes. You know, for the longest time, I wasn't sure if that movie was called Max Keeble's Big Move or Max Keeble's Big Movie. Yeah, it did really seem like it should be movie, but it's because he was, I think he was moving in the movie. Yeah, confusing. You know, when Ace got eliminated, I should have been like, call Ace Paul Giamatti, because everybody thought he was a big fat liar. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really good, Thomas. Uh, Crystal makes her pitch to Susie. Then Susie becomes the swing vote starring Kevin Costner. Pretty pretty compelling stuff. Yeah, this was good. A couple really nice tribals. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we talk about this last tribal we're talking about today, though, we do have to discuss these wildlife shots. Wildlife up first, we got the praying mantis. We got an elephant. We got a heron. We got a lizard. We got a spider. We got a bone constrictor. Uh, we got a monkey. A small snake. We got some ants, an alligator, a Komodo dragon, I think, or some other sort of big lizard like that. I don't know if Komodo dragons are in Africa, but if they are, that's what that was. Uh, I want to say they're in Asia, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, they got, they got, they got legs, you know, who knows how far they can go. You know, maybe in the future we can look one of these dragons up, but as of now, we're not talking about that one. Uh, nor are we talking about the wild hog. We are instead talking about the hippo, also known as the hippopotamus. The name comes from the Greek word meaning river horse. Did you know that? I didn't know that. It's a fun yeah. fact. It's a fun fact. Probably the most fun fact. Uh, they are the third largest land animal. Do you know the first two? Uh, probably an elephant. Mm-hmm. And maybe a rhinoceros. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, correct. You got them. Uh, two points, Thomas. They weigh around 3,000 pounds and can run nearly 20 miles an hour. Yeah, they're scary. Yeah, they're, they're scary. Aggress- they're aggressive, too. Yeah. Uh, they don't like people coming in boats around their area. They will chase you off. They can be about five and a half feet tall, but 10 to 16 feet long. Despite looking like a large pig, they are more closely related to whales and dolphins. Isn't that... That's that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking evolution. Are they, are they smart like whales and dolphins are? Um, I did not come across that. Uh, I bet they are. They, they stay in mud or water during the day to stay cool. That's like their number one thing. Uh, so I don't know if that implies intelligence. At no point in the Wikipedia article I read did it mention how intelligent they are. But it didn't mention how stupid they are either. So who knows? Jury's still out. Jury's still out on hippos. Uh, they can be found throughout sub-Saharan Africa and also in zoos across the world. Uh, despite living most of their life in water, they are not good swimmers. <laughs> 
they just really like to cool off. That's what it is. That's really it. Uh, they can open their mouths nearly 180 degrees, and their teeth can grow a foot and a half long. <laughs> One tooth. Yeah, don't don't get too close to hippos. They'll they'll bite you in half. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, their skin secretes a natural sunscreen, so they don't even have to worry about sunburns. Isn't that great? Wish mine did that. Yeah, honestly. Um, my my ankle to foot, the different coloration, this is you know what it's like to be a white person. The different coloration between my foot and my leg, crazy, you know, because of the socks I've been wearing. That's summertime, though, for you, baby. Yeah, that's uh, far- farmer's tan. Farmer's tan. Better believe it's summer. Yeah. Uh, hippos will live 40 to 50 years. They will consume... How much weight of grass do you think they'll consume in a single night? Uh, I'll say, like, 100 pounds. They'll consume 150 pounds of grass in Whoa! a single night. Um, hmm. 50% more than what I said. They get their teeth cleaned by fish. So that's fun. I, love I, wish, I, got my cl- I wish I got my teeth cleaned by fish. Hey man, go to the rivers where hippos go. and Yeah, just stick my mouth in there and the fish will come eat food off my teeth. I, I don't see how that could be bad for you. Uh, hippos are born with sterile intestines and require bacteria obtained from their mother's feces to digest vegetation. I just thought you should know that. I'm glad I do. That's going to be very helpful for me to know. Speaking of such things, they will mark their territory (laughs) by pooping. Okay. So now we're getting into the toilet humor with the hippos. Okay. (laughs) While they are pooping, they will spin their tail so that the scent is distributed over a larger area. Oh, my God. Disgusting so, animals. To answer your earlier question, yes, they're very smart. Ugh. <laughs> All right. So at Tribal Council, Crystal calls the Coda tr- Camp the suits. I, I I didn't follow this metaphor to be honest. I guess they had a lot of people that were wearing suits when they mm. started playing on USA. Uh, Marcus wants to keep the tribe strong. That seemed like bullshit. Oh, and then Kenny calls it bullshit. And then Ke- he's right. <laughs> I liked when Ken called Marcus the Coda guy. Yeah, that's what he is. He really is. It was perfect. <laughs> so they all vote. Ken gets two votes, but Marcus gets three. Weren't you just saying last week, three days ago, that you saw Marcus as a potential winner? I did. Hmm. Well, He's a strong player. They made a nice move getting him out. Yeah. Not anymore. Not going to win anymore. Who do you want to win at this point? Down to 10 now. Probably Sugar or, or Ken. Sugar or Ken? I'd be fine with Crystal winning as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, who do you think will win, though, based on the edit and everything we've seen so far? It's not tell you who it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be Ace. No, it won't. Um, I'll say Bob. Okay. Not a lot of Bob this episode. 
No, not really. Other I mean, than that just one physical challenge. stuff. The log rolling. Yeah. Or no, that was the previous episode. Oh, yeah. I meant this episode as in these last two episodes. The challenges he was a big part of, but other than that, he didn't have too much to say, which is fine, you know? Don't need a teacher. He's a teacher, right? Uh, yes, I think he's a physics teacher. Yeah. That's why he was so good at that hand pole balancing challenge, because he knew the physics of it. Simple. It's just uh, he believes in science. It's uh, all these other players. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This home believes in science. You have to say it too, or else. Yeah, we, be- we believe Joe in science. America will come for you. On on this podcast, we believe in science and uh, uh, love is love and uh, whatever the other ones are. Yeah, all of, all of the above. Um, Thomas, in a related matter, did you watch the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies last night? Jake, I didn't. Did it? any more Survivor people get eliminated? Um. Well, I, I think I did tell you last week uh, what happened, uh, but here's, here's a more detailed explanation of the episode. Uh, they had to jump off a cliff into some water and then also do something else that I don't remember. So, pretty good challenge. Uh, Tori and Ed won, uh, but Tommy from Survivor did get a concussion during the challenge and got sent home. So, because of that, it was only a women's elimination instead of pairs. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. Who who are the two women going into the elimination? Uh, it was Berna against Tasha, Tasha, in a uh, la- in a ladder building competition. Uh, and it took him about an hour to complete, uh, but Berna won. So Berna's still around. Is the lady that has the weird laugh still on? That's like the only thing I've seen from this season. Yes, is that there's the lady that's got the weird laugh. I believe her name is Bettina or something like that. She's Corey's partner at the moment. She's like Swedish, isn't she? That sounds correct. Yes, I believe you are correct. I I don't know. I don't know about her, man. She's we haven't seen a lot from her other than that laugh. But that laugh is. Enough, Pretty annoying. Enough to not m- want me to like her. Uh, next week, we are watching episodes 8 and 9 of Survivor Gabon, and maybe Thomas will uh, watch the challenge, realize, realize, realize. I just need to remember to do it. I, I do like the show now, yeah. so I should probably should probably watch it. Yeah, now that they're not, they're not playing a dubstep, they're playing real music that we've heard of. Yeah. Like uh, Money Grabber. We said that we wanted our MTV, and they listened. They did. Music on our television, please and thank you. Thomas, what is your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom.Tom. I'm talking about all kinds of things. Wow. What a plug. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at the show. It's at D-Y-W-S-L-N. Occasionally, I'll tweet about this current season of The Challenge. Realize, 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 realize. Realize, realize, real lies. Yeah. Nailed it. Thank you. Third time's the charm. Thank you. Uh, we are also on Instagram at the only survivor podcast. That's this one. Survivor 41, only a few weeks away. It's true. We'll have to see what that's all about once we're done with Survivor Goodbye. I mean, for Survivor 41, are we going to have two Some 41 songs be the, the songs? We might have to. I think we probably should. I mean, what other choices do we have? 
what are they going to do? Fiji again? We're going to play Fiji Mermaid again? Yeah. We already did again. that. Again? Again? We've already done it like yeah, twice. Been there. been there. We've done that. We're going to do some new shit. A Sum 41 song? Or maybe a Sum 42 songs. See what I did there? Oh. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon also. Where you can find them is patreon.com slash justpodcasts. Uh, just Joey, Justin Sink, and Just Justin. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Uh, let's thank the fans here. Well, Thomas, can you thank the fans? You know, I, if we had even one person subscribe to one of the Patreon tiers, I feel like I would feel a little better about thanking mm-hmm, the fans, mm-hmm. but I, I do want to thank the fans. Yeah, so thanks. All right. Do they, I just they, I just need them to know that my patience is wearing thin, you know. Your Patreon I wanna, patience. I'm just itching. I'm just itching to talk about Joey, but I I know my worth. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smart. We started this podcast for free, and look at us now, fucking everything up. <laughs> Did it for free, and now we're six years in, and it's a fatal mistake, and we're looking to make up for lost time. People are writing WTF on our posts on Reddit. And yeah, you spelled survive wrong. No, we well, yes, technically we did, but we did that on purpose because it was a joke. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. I think that we should have a tier where people are allowed to make critical comments of us if they pay us like $10 oh, a month. yeah. If you, yeah, $10 a month, you can give us a one-star review on iTunes. <laughs> That's it. No, it should be like $10 a month, you can give us a four-star review. $20 a month, you can give us a three-star review. 30 a month, you can give us a two-star review. And for 50 a month, you can give us a one-star review. This is genius, Thomas. If people did want to leave us one of those reviews, what would they write? Uh, well, I mean, unless you're subscribed to the tier where you can give us less than a five-star review, you have to give us a five-star review, mm-hmm. and uh, the review that you are required to give is, this is my favorite podcast, I like it better than all the other podcasts, I give it a big thumbs up. All right. Well, until next week. Oh, next week, an in-person gonna record, be in person. I believe, yes. Jake's going to be uh, at my house for the first time since, like, right after I moved in and nothing was set up. Yeah, we were going to record then, but uh, we didn't, you know? We didn't. We just, we just, like, hung out. We just, like, chilled as friends. Just, like, broing down, no big deal. Just, like, bro down, and it was cool. And then Thomas has a house now, and he's, like, very impressed by that. You know what? Yeah. I've been in a house, too, okay? I think I'm a really big deal just because I live in a house. Okay, we all have lived in houses, okay? I live in an apartment now, and it's fine. And it doesn't sound like you live in a house, though, so... You do make a really good point. I don't live in a house. Well, you know, maybe I can build my own house on The Sims. And that's what I'm going to do with the rest of my afternoon. Uh, All right. Maybe even the rest of my... I won't, I won't stop you. Thank you. Thank you. Every, every Sunday, oh, let's record this podcast about Survivor. And I'm like, Thomas, I just want to play The Sims. I have to play The Sims. got to play The Sims. I have to drown, have to drown some people. Anyway... I hope everybody out there will have a great simmer. Uh, deuces? <laughs> I don't have a simlish response to that. You can make it up. That's the beautiful thing Gorn- about simlish. Gornchow! <laughs> I caught sight of my reflection. I caught it in the window. I saw the darkness in my heart. I saw the signs of my own. 
Tu bois Who is your They're so dumb. That's why it's funny when you kill them. Yeah, because they don't, they're not real. They're just like, blah, when you do something. Do you think that's how God feels about us? Yes, that's exactly how God feels about us. What if God he loves, loves one of us? God loves throwing you into a pool and deleting the ladder. He loves nothing more than that. What if God was a sim like one of us? Don't tweet that. I'm going to tweet that. God's always entering Rosebud, uh, semicolon, backslash, semicolon, backslash, wish, semicolon, backslash. I wish backslash. he fucking would. I wish he fucking would. <laughs> I would really appreciate yeah. some Rosebud, God. Or some Motherload, even. That's 50. What if God played Sims with us? Just a fan of Sims like us, <laughs> trying to turn move objects on. <laughs> you know, it's Nobody calling on the phone except for Mi Sid Meier at Maxis, maybe. Oh, yeah. Sid Meier's Civilization. That's what we're all living in now. Sid Meier's Simulation. Sim Dyers. Sim Dyers. Simulation. Yeah. Is Sid Meier the guy that did The Sims? Do I have that wrong? I don't think so. Sid Meier did Civilization. He did do Civilization. Who did The Sims? Maxis. Mr. Maxis. Simcopter. Why didn't they ever make another one of those? Yeah, that's bullshit. I want to crash helicopters into things. I guess you could do that on Flight Simulator. Yeah. Oh, Simcopter is the first game to ever use Simlish. What, really? Mm, interesting. Apparently. I was, it always bothered me that you couldn't uh, go to Sim Cities that you created while in The Sims. Yeah, and just fly over them in a helicopter and maybe crash the helicopter maybe into you could something. Maybe crash the helicopter or something. Maybe if you're getting a little bored, you crash the helicopter. Maybe you could just crash the helicopter. Just like, yeah, as a joke. Like you're, you're up there already. There's a building. Like, why not? Just do it. Just funny. There's a game called Sim Earth that he also created, apparently. What do you, what do, you do with that? I don't know. That sounds like civilization, honestly. In Sim Earth, the player can vary a planet's atmosphere, temperature, land masses, etc. Oh! And place various forms of life. This actually sounds really fun. I 100% would play this. In the random planet game, setting the game as software toy without any required goals, the big and difficult challenge is to evolve sentient life and an advanced civilization. That's basically Spore. Except there's not a goofy cre character creator, and also it probably works a lot better. Will Wright also created Spore. I know that Will Wright created Spore, okay? okay. It was supposed to be his big follow-up to The Sims. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Maybe call, should have called the, the Sims Spore. 
And then people are like, oh, cool. It's like The Sims, but different. <laughs> it's a great pitch for sport. It's like The Sims, but it's not like that at all. That's how uh, I react to every expansion pack they come out with. It's like The Sims, but different. Yeah, there's pets now. There's, there's pets. You couldn't do that before. We have, like, different weather. <laughs> Smarten up, probes. <laughs>